Going Commando with Angela and Dana is brought to you by finduniquelyyou.com. Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com. We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, I'm Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are Going Commando. The purpose of Going Commando is just to give, for Angela and I, to give ourselves an opportunity to interact with each other and just, again, I say it all the time, I'm a broken record, but just to be who we are and just to share it with each other. And what is it, Angela? And share it for the sake of humanity. (laughs) No, we just think it's important that the people and it, I don't even know how to say it, are given permission to just be who they are and not have to worry about their critics or worry about what people say and, and, and how they look at them and perceive them. And we're just doing it, um, A, because it feels good, but B, to say, you know, you can do it too. Does that make sense, Angela? I'm a bit, bit, bit. And what I mean for the sake of humanity is not like our particular words (laughs) (laughs) are important for the sake of humanity. (laughs) We're we're just trying to tell people, tell you people that it is okay to talk about the dark, deep, scary stuff because that's where the magic is. When you let people in on who you are and you share these experiences, you don't know how many people raise their hand and go, I've experienced that too. Hashtag me too. I know. I know. I, it's like, <laughs> anymore, like hashtag me too. Cause it's not what it's about, but for the sake of humanity to be able to express ourselves, it's, we're here to share these stories with us, you know? So I'm going to put a link right there about um, uh, anything that Dana and I are running on LinkedIn for people to share their stories. And we invite you, we're going to, we're doing this free out of the, the love of our hearts so that you guys can share your stories and not just listen to us, but let's hear from you guys too. Cause yeah. you guys inspire us with your stories. Um, yeah. One thing I want to say before we get into the episode is that this is episode number 30. And that's kind of cool. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, we do our seasons, the seasons are more about like the topic changes, but we're keeping the the episode number because it's just more fun to be like, I'm level 30. Remember that meme? There was like a birthday meme. Instead of saying what like, yeah yeah instead of saying I'm fifty six I'm level fifty six yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like game over like you don't die but game over yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah so we are at episode thirty and I think we've like found our groove found our voice mm-hmm. and um, the reason why we're doing our podcast now is is to help people. Um, yes, to share their stories, to feel safe, to be authentic, but also to shed a light on what we're doing in our business and all that other good stuff. So more on that later. Um, but we are in season three. So we're celebrating the season of 10 recommendments. Um, Dana wrote this book, 10 recommendments for personal empowerment. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and, uh, and so each recommendment, she has these, um, 
great personal anecdotes and then like how she learned the lesson. And then she um, gives you kind of like a how to do it. Like she's not like, here's the steps. So she's like, here's my messy experience. Here's how I handled it. And then um, and there you go. So we're celebrating 10 recommandments and we're on the third part of recommendment number six. Yes. Oh, is that my cue? That's your cue, girl. Okay. I got it in a book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Authored by Dana Sargato. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The sixth recommendment. I shall not judge, attach, or expect anything from anyone or any situation. Rather, I shall recognize and understand that judgment, attachment, and expectation rob me of my peace. So... I love this chapter so much. In this book, there were clearly 10 recommandments based on the title, but recommandment four and recommandment six, I went off because there were, there's just so much value in all of it. And this is, again, this is the sixth recommandment. So in the previous um, episodes, we talked about judgment and we talked about attachment. And today we're going to talk about expectation. And I just want to open with with a general idea and we will go from there. Firstly, we talked about this before. When discernment goes off the rails, it becomes judgment, right? When commitment goes off the rails, it becomes attachment. And when intention goes off the rails, it becomes expectation. So what I really want to talk about is the difference between intention and expectation and how expectation fucks us up. <laughs> really really yeah. So, so with that said, what are your thoughts, Angela? You know, I was thinking about this as, you know, there, there's so many, like there's minuscule levels that rob us of our peace, right? Mm -hmm. Little expectations of, uh, I expect him to be home at a certain time and he's not. And that's my expectation. And then I was thinking about, um, I, I got up this morning, early this morning to um, go to a group called Dear Leaders run by Ian Gregg. It was on, he's in the UK and he runs this, this Friday coffee chat kind of thing for a bunch of founders. And um, and every week he has somebody presenting and talking and it's just communication and it's great. And if anybody wants to, I'll, I'll put a link in the comments, um, to, to connect with it. It's on LinkedIn. And the woman today, Laura West, who was running the presentation was like, you know, why do we start our businesses? Like, where do they come from? And I said the story I started because I lost a baby. That was really the, like the, where this all kind of came yeah, from, right? But everything. So I was thinking about that and the expectation I had on like grief is an expect is uh, the result of expectations. Yeah. So yeah. It's really Ooh, that's so deep. I know, right? I'm so so like it's not. I get <laughs> I'm um but you know, you know, I had the reason why it was so and it and there's no right or wrong way. Obviously, you're going to grieve situations, you're going to grieve things that you expected to be a certain way. It's just Life. It's attachment as well. Yeah. That's why I, I've said this before that attachment, expectation, and judgment, they're the sisters. They all go together. Yeah. So not only did you have an expectation, but you were attached to that expectation. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, no. And that's just basically it. Like, like the minute we got to like 12 weeks when I was pregnant, we were looking at bigger cars that could have two car seats, you know, third rows. Yeah. We, were, we were planning. And then to have that go away in the blink of an eye. 
You know, you, I was expecting to have three living children. That was my expect. That was what my family looked like. I was like, Oh my God, that's so expensive to fly with three kids. (laughs) (laughs) All of that, you know, and I'm a planning planterton. So of course I'm like rearranging the house and doing all that stuff. And you know, even, um, um, a friend's, um, husband just died and they were only together for six years, but they had these magical six years together. Like, think about that, like that expectation of the life that she was going to live. You think, and so I know that's very, very heavy on the, the, the expectation side, but it's Mm -hmm. like, it can go from so, so super small, like, ah, he said he'd be here at six and it's seven o'clock, Yeah, you know, um, expectations of behaviors and stuff. But so that's where I'm at today. Maybe I'm just exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The smell of death. I'm going to chime in with something kind of cute. Okay. So again, again, expectation, again, expectation robs us of our peace. But the obvious question is, well, how do we not expect things? But again, it's that attachment to that expectation because intention is having like a goal, you know, having a vision, seeing where you're going. Right. But when you, when you do that, you can do that without the attachment. And that's where the heaviness of the expectation comes. So when we want something again, and we've talked about this before, when we want something, anything, anything, oh, I want a good job, or I want to make a lot of money, or, you know, I want to meet a nice guy, whatever it is, when we want something, oh, I want a nice car, right? What we really want is the feeling and the energy of what that is. We've talked about this a billion times, right? Mm -hmm. So if I want to make a lot of money, really what I want is financial freedom. Really what I want is freedom, right? Mm -hmm. So when we, because that's what I want to be able to do what I want, Right. I want to be able to do what I want. I want to have not have to worry. I want these things. This is what I want. If it if I can have that a way where I'm not making a lot of money, I'm fine with that too. But that's really what I want. I want to go where I want, I want to do what I want. I want to do those things. So if my intention is um to feel free, and even to make a lot of money, but to be to feel free, then I can let go of the expectation of how that happens. And you hear avid spiritualists say this a lot. Decide what you want. Connect with what you want. But let go of the how. And people like me and you, Angela, are like, no, this is how I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But what happens is it always sets you up for disappointment. And what it does, too, and this is really important, is it takes the gratitude out of things. Mm. When you expect something, you lose the gratitude. Now, here's my silly little story. So I went for a walk this morning and I'm wa- as I'm walking, there's an area where there's about to be construction. Like they got the sign on it and stuff like that. And the grass is starting to be, there's a little like a lake area, like a pond thing. And the grass is starting to grow. And as I'm walking, I'm looking and I'm noticing how tall the grass is getting. But I'm understanding that they're just letting the grass grow because they're about to tear everything down. And I'm walking and I'm staring at it. And of course, you know that I'm, weird i uh i start thinking about all the ecosystems in there and what that's like and, you know what i mean and then, happy in this little pond yeah and so i'm thinking about all this and all of a sudden as i'm looking the grass has to be a foot tall i see this little bunny head in the grass and i we make eye contact and i swear to god i got giddy like a child i was like oh, i got a bunny now let me tell you 
I live in Florida and I see bunnies everywhere. I've seen two armadillos in the last couple of days. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of wildlife. And so I probably saw a half a dozen bunnies on the way to this money, but because I absolutely had zero expectation, I had such gratitude about this bunny. I was so excited. And I was like, I see you like out loud, like in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm walking and I'm like watching the bunny and the bunny's just like, what the fuck are you looking at? Right. But whatever, that doesn't matter. And I'm seeing this bunny and I walk off and I'm, and I'm coming contemplating it. And I'm like, oh, and I started thinking about this conversation. And I was thinking about when we, I know that's ridiculous. Like, I know how ridiculous I just sounded like I heard that story. But when we, when we are surprised, the, the le- and surprise doesn't have to be like, you know what I mean? Like surprised by things, the level of gratitude is so far greater. If I gave you $5 and said, go get me a cup of coffee and you brought me a cup of coffee, I'd be like, thanks. But if you showed up with the cup of coffee, holy shit. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, br- right. It's a parade and a party, that level of gratitude. So expectation tends to rob us of that. Yes. You know, that's like when Maddie, my daughter is 18 and my son is five mm-hmm. and she was planning to watch him on Tuesday. And she said, um, what did they do? They went, oh, she was like, we're going geocaching. I'm like, I don't know if anybody, if you've been geocaching, it's really fun. It was a thing that started when she was younger, a a long time. And you would, it's like an app and there's all these, you'd find all these clues and you'd find something in the world that had like a little cache, like a little thing. And you'd find it and you'd write your name on it. And you'd say like, I found it. And it'd be hidden in clever ways in in nature. Oh my gosh. Like cash, like money cash? No, like a, like a little container. A container. Oh, okay. I'm like, all right. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it's geocaching and it's around the like literally around the world and it's like in famous places and it's like they'll, they'll, it's like don't go in this place at night because you'll get in trouble or whatever or do it stealthily. So I totally forgot that this was a thing and Maddie's like Christian and I are going geocaching. She packed his little backpack. He had his camera, his hat, and off they went and had this amazing afternoon together. And it was just like and I, I was unexpected that that she would take and that she'd had the the wherewithal and the responsibility and the desire to do something with her brother that was totally didn't involve me planning anything. You know, it wasn't them in the backyard or playing downstairs while I worked. It was like they went out and I felt so proud of her and so grateful for, for that experience because it was unexpected. Right. If I knew that they were, you're right. If I knew that they were going to do this plan, this they're doing, I would have like packed his bag for her. I would have probably controlled it a little bit more, yeah. but the fact yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I work now. I work now. Let it go. Let it go. Um, but yeah, like just that that feeling that that yeah, the, not the robbing of peace, but the robbing of that moment to feel so grateful. Yeah. You know, I go out to my garden and I, you know, I, I I like make out with my garden every day. I'm pulling out little weeds. I'm rubbing the leaves. I'm saying thank you. Hi, the honeybees, because I am. You and your bunnies, me and my garden. Gotcha. And I'll turn around. There's like a giant, um, I keep calling them pickles because their cucumbers look like pickles. <laughs> and there's just like a giant one. I'm like, oh, hello. And I'm pulling them up. Like it just grows out of nowhere. And I'm not. So, so, so yeah. just let me just stop you just for a second. So, because I know you, if you had planted that and you saw it budding, right? And you, what would you do? You would overwater it. You would go. You would annoy it. You would talk to it. You would, oh, fucking oh, nurture yeah. it. 
Yeah, I nurtured <laughs> the hell out of some seedlings. I'll say they, they just, <laughs> but this guy did, you know. And now he's making these giant, beautiful, delicious cucumbers. And I'd, like they start like this one day, and I go out the next day, and I'm like boom, and I'm like okay. And I say thank you, but it, and it's it's a surprise and delight. It's 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 wonderful. Yeah. And so I want to get back to exploring a little bit more the difference between intention and expectation. Okay. So, um, Christian's birthday party was a couple weeks ago. I think we talked about it in an episode, and there was torrential rains, right? So the the party was called Dive into Five, and we were gonna have sprinklers in our backyard and all kinds of water stuff and pizza for the kids. Mm-hmm. And that sat the day before they were like, it's going to be torrential tomorrow. And I'm like, ah, so we went to Chuck E. Cheese, right? My intention was for Christian to have a good birthday. And my expectation was for Christian to have a good birthday. But my expectation, if I, if I hung on to that idea, the expectation, no, it's gotta be, we said dive into five. It's gotta be about water, you know, but instead, because that's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. So instead the intention stayed pure. Cause he had a great birthday and we made a big joke of it. I'm like, the universe took this really seriously this whole time. And oh, that's right. Because it was flood warnings. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, and, and we wound up having a good day and, and you you had made the point, Hey, at least you don't have to clean up the house now, you know, like yeah. it was yeah. all good. So that was an example for me of intention. Do you have another way to. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because even though we're talking about intention or, or um, expectation, and even though, you know, last week we were talking about judgment, really what we're talking about at the end of the day is attachment. You know, a lot of people, in my experience, when they hear like attachment, like, you know, like Buddhism, you know, you have to let go of all attachments. And a lot of these really extreme uh, philosophies and religions, you know what I mean? You get rid of all of your attachments. And when you get rid of all of your attachments, then you find inner peace. And when that's taken to the extreme level, people start giving away their stuff. People start, you know, living alone because they can't be in a relationship because there's attachment there and there's all of those things. And they're losing sight of the reason why we're even here on this earth. We're here to live. We're here to have relationships. We're here to love. We're here to lose. We're here to experience it all, right? But the attachment is as simple as accepting the change, Mm-hmm. Right. So when you had an intention, you want a Christian to have a g- good birthday, you had all these ideas around it, which is great. We're going to do a slide. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But when life happened and things changed, you had to change your expectation of how that shit was going to go down. Yes. And when you were so free in doing that and accepting and really like allowing and surrendering and all those big words that they throw around again in different religious philosophies, mm-hmm. you had a wonderful day. And that's really all it comes down to. Yeah. When we stop expecting that this is how it has to be, that it should be this way, there's your judgment. And we just let go and say, what do I want? How do I want to feel? I want to feel good. I want to feel joy. I want my son to feel good and to feel joyful. I want all of that. Okay. However that looks, I'll accept it because at the end of the day, this is all I want. Mm -hmm. So that's really that whole idea of intention turning into expectation and expectation, you know, causing us misery. Yeah. And again, I'm talking to myself too. I have all these ideas of how my shit's going. Oh my God, I wrote a book. I wrote a book. I'm going to put this book out and I'm going to sell millions and millions of copies. It doesn't yes. always happen that way. Yes. 
Yet, 100%. But in my head, I was going to come out of the gate and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, you're so smart. This is so great. My God, and uniquely you. I, I was like, it's okay that, you know, like when we're starting out, we're going to be fine. In four months, we're going to build an MVP and it's going to be so successful. We're going to be great. <laughs> we had all this expectation. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, what do we want? We want, we intend, we want to be creative, right? Uniquely, right? Yeah. Be creative. We want to interact and and um, uh, have experiences with like-minded people. Yeah. We're doing that. We want to make a living doing that. Yes. And with, that's the intention. That's what we're doing. Everything else is going to figure itself out. Yeah. yeah. And so... Yeah, that's 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 my 27 cents. You know, I love your 27 cents. And, you know, there's something about I'd, I'd like to focus a little bit on business. Right. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. so many people on our network now that are just like amazing and they're founders. And, you know, the whole the, we're, we're going through it, too. Right. We're, we're still building a business and we are pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> pivot. Here we go. Pivot. Um, but yeah, it's the, the being able to pivot in life, but especially in business, right? Because we are, everything is constantly learning and changing and we're growing, we're changing as founders, we're becoming different or our desires become different. Our intentions become different. Yes. And yes. it's really important to have that flexibility to just focus on that big picture what do I want to achieve here? What's my purpose? Like, what, 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 why am I doing this? Just stay focused in that moment. And then when things come up, if like, like, like you say, we throw spaghetti at the wall, some's going to stick, some's not. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, don't be like, oh, you don't focus on the noodle that fell, you know, focus on the one that's stuck or stuck for a little while and hung in there, but it's not quite ready yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some of those. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's very difficult to discern when it's time to make the change or when it's time to pivot, right? Like, <laughs> I can't help it. I don't even, even my kid, but my younger one didn't realize that the word is pivot and the word is divot because anything with an it becomes ought in my house, right? So Yaya's like, Yaya's like the blah, blah, divot. We're like, I said to her not too long ago, I'm like, Yaya, when you go out in the real world, just know that the world is divot. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, your parents are insane. Just know, I don't want you walking around going divot, pivot. Anyway, back to this. I had no idea what I was going to say. Oh, when is the right time? Like in, in business, <laughs> in business, in relationships, especially because we think, we believe, we're conditioned to believe we're supposed to like put up with a certain amount or we're supposed to, you know, drive it home and, you know, it, no matter what the expense is. But really, our greatest pivots, I'm an adult, <laughs> our greatest pivots were when it got so uncomfortable for one or both of us mm -hmm. that one of us had to have the courage to say, this isn't working for me. Yeah. Usually, you know what I mean? Usually it was you. It was me. <laughs> I was trying to be. I can own that. I can own that. When one of us had the courage. No, but when one of us. No, but seriously. All right. So then I'll say it had started in November. 
Yeah. I had to say, this is uncomfortable for me. We're doing all this and I don't feel seen and heard. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm putting all this into it and hello. And we, we did it. We did a pivot. And then in January, um, that clearly the first one wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And I got a little bit louder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dear, Angela. Dear Angela, suck <laughs> it. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Love Dana. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a breakup letter. I'm like, would you, would you read this? <laughs> One day we're going to have to publish that letter because the, the, the argument between <laughs> us, I, Angela's like, that was a total breakup letter. I'm like, it was not. I was just, you weren't hearing me. I'm like, hello, I'm over here. Hello, I'm over here. And I'm like, it's over. And think about that. We do that in relationships all the time. We do that in relationships all the time. All the time. This is what I need. This is what I need. And then we're often told, and this is not everybody, but we're often told, you don't need that, or you don't need that, or that's not true. And you're like, I'm, I remember being guys, because you see why I'm an open book. I'm like, I am giving you the roadmap. Yeah. I'm telling you what I need. I'm telling you how I feel. And you're telling me that that's not true like because they can't meet that need. But yeah. what happens is we say it, we say it, we, we act out, whatever it is we have to do. And then finally, we, we have to get aggressive or we walk mm-hmm. or both. Yeah. For me, it was aggressive and then walk. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I don't even understand what my point is. The, oh, the pivot. So <laughs> coming home with it. Stick with me, kids. But uh, but yeah, when you start to feel uncomfortable, we all do. We just ignore it. Ooh, why doesn't that feel good? Or, oh, or why did they say? Or and and you ha- and when you take the time to look at that and go, oh, this is not working for me. But you're supposed to. You shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? All those voices in your head. This does not feel good. What do I need in this moment? Yeah. To make it feel better. And how do I communicate those needs with my collaborators, my partners, with whoever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, it reminds me of like the the my my little weeding epiphany yesterday. Oh yeah, oh, you were so small. I was so small. I was in my garden, and um, you know, last year I my garden was I had a garden, and I was like, "Ew, bugs, dirt!" And I always wore like my little gloves, and I always had my scissors, so I didn't touch any bugs, and I enjoyed the gardening experience. This time, my garden has fewer bugs, or I don't care as much. There's more respect. Mm-hmm. Like, I see the bees. I see the butterflies. They're all doing their job. I back away. Like, there's a mutual respect going on. Even the ants have their job. Um, so now I just get in there, and I just pull stuff out. Like, my hands are always muddy. I'm always dirty. My ring probably has, like, all this dirt. They're going to yell at me when they go clean it. And I was thinking about my, my, the bane of my garden this year is the, is the weeds. And the weeds are, like, I, I go, like, ah. Eh, they're pretty. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're, they're cute. I'll get to them. I, I, but when I, yesterday I looked at my oregano and I'm very specific because it was my oregano and I looked and it was half weeds and I was like, Oh no, my poor oregano. So I started easily pulling out those weeds. Once I recognized which ones were the weeds, getting them by the root, throwing them out. And then my oregano just felt happier. And what I realized was these weeds, while they seemed benign, and um, they're, they're really robbing my, my plant of its energy that it needed to grow and flourish. And that's like our life, right? Our life is that we have, you know, these things in our life that seem fine on the surface and we can live with them. But and we convince ourselves it's okay. Oh yeah, that flower, that weed had a flower on it. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not hurting anything, you know, but, but 
And, and you know what? I think weeds are beautiful. Like I love the end of lions make a wishy and my God, tell the universe what you want. My favorite thing. But you know, if, if I'm trying to grow sustenance in my garden, I ha- one thing has to go. Right. And so I can choose to let the weeds thrive and let them take over the garden and just enjoy their beauty. Or I can take them out and let my sustenance and the things that I need that I want to grow so I can eat it (laughs) and feed my family. So, you know, there's so much in my life right now that I can start to say like, oh, that's a weed. That's a weed to deal with. And I can make the decision that I'm going to deal with it or leave it. But as long as I recognize that it's robbing me of the energy that I need to flourish in other areas of my life. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, the, the expectation that those areas of my life are not going to flourish until I handle that weed. And yeah, I have the to, understanding of it. Absolutely. I to, yeah. I have to have that like at the forefront. That was awesome. That was really awesome. Very, very wicked smart, Missy Angela. Wow. I think oh, yeah. the grasshopper becomes the teacher. <laughs> I don't know. I'm too smart. I think mean words. Um, I think I would love to wrap it up here, but yeah. I do want to just kind of in, uh, bring together the three of them. Mm-hmm. Judgment, attachment, and expectation. When you see one, you're likely going to see the other two. And when you see them together, especially, there is something in your life that is causing you discomfort. And it's likely because of a judgment and expectation and attachment, especially attachments. Because like I said, that one's got its tendrils on the other two. But that's that that's the big three. Have a look out. Um, buy uh dana's book 10 recommendations oh she doesn't even you didn't even like there's no foreplay you're just right in put it right in we've had we've had the we're all friends here we're all all (laughs) close her off yeah seriously we're commando Um, yeah so so (laughs) i wanted to say was um 10 recommends personal empowerment get the second edition on amazon links everywhere but if you're listening uh look up the second edition because that's the one that we published it's beautiful and wonderful but go read the book at least read the recommendments and then come back and watch these episodes and we would really 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 love for you to comment on your experiences um if you have any questions if you want to take it a step further um Dana has live workshops that she teaches on finduniquelyyou.com where it's all about 10 recs. There's like a, an intensive that's only three hours and you start with easy as one, two, three, the first three recommendments and you can chit chat with Dana right away. You know, get the book, read the thing, read the recommendments and find your experiences, have your questions and she'll help guide you. Oh, sometimes yeah. it's my yeah, favorite. I know. Cause sometimes I'm like, I, I don't have the awareness. I can't do anything about it. Right. And you, our pivots have come because I did not have the awareness of, of it. You know, once I realized like how much I was hurting you or how much you were in unhappy, it like broke my heart. I'm like, oh, OK, now I know what to do. Now I can take the steps. I can ask the questions, make sure I've got you back. But I wouldn't have known that because I just didn't see I had my own blinders on. So sometimes we just need to be like, Dana, help me see what this attachment's all about. Why am I unhappy in this situation? I, I think it's fine. You know, but like it just really helps. So the live workshops are amazing. There's also a, um, a video on demand that she did, a course that's a, a super cheap, long time. It's an hour. You get so much value out of it. It focuses on recommendment number two. And then there's the journal. So we have a 10 recommendments, the 10 recommendments journal. It's contemplation. And she 
guide you through some stuff and it's just all good stuff. So this is all on finduniquelyyou.com. Go check it out. <clears throat> um, Uniquely Phenom collaboration. Uh, that's our that's our main company here. So if you go to uniquelyphenom.com, um, we are running a storyteller series on LinkedIn. And I'm not going to tell you too much about it now, but please go check it out if you want to to share your story under nine minutes, of course. Um, but share a moment where you stepped into your greatness and let people in your world just really get to know you. Um, it, it, celebrate you. Celebrate you. Like we, yeah. we all deserve to, to get cheered on. You know, like we, we, we're all rooting for each other. At the end of the day, that's really like, if you're listening to this, you're someone who's rooting for, for the sake of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with that... Have a great week. Thanks for watching. You're amazing. We love you. Don't forget to laugh. Don't forget to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for watching this episode of Going Commando, Season 3, 10 Recommandments. We're so excited. Please subscribe to our channel so you too can become empowered. This episode is brought to you by Uniquely Phenom Collaboration. We provide tools and resources designed for creators by creators. Visit uniquelyphenom.com for more information.